Welcome to Camp Glory's Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this week's encouraging message by Pastor Sam Fine. For more information, please visit kingofglorycc.com. This, this uh, week, my oldest son Samuel won a trip to the Dominican Republic, uh, a trip for two. And um, so my son Samuel and Marissa <clears throat> went to the Dominican Republic. And to do that, they had to leave their three children with us. And I was excited about it, and I'm still very excited about it. But, you know, it's been a long time since I have parented young children. And uh, I I didn't realize how tired you get being a parent. I mean, I I knew I was kind of in for, you know, a challenge. And, you know, the the first night as we were sleeping, you know, one of the children was sleepwalking through the house. So we had to bring that child into the room. And then they wanted to to sleep with us because they weren't sleeping well. Well, this this young young little lad, his his arm, I, he had to touch you all night long. So so he's like touching Eliza and touching me at the same time with his leg, you know. And it's the only way he would sleep is if he touched you. So his arm would be on me, and then his legs would be on me, and I would just be like, I'm not getting any sleep. And. I realized, you know, and then I, I looked over at my wife and I saw in her eyes, she had been up all night long because uh, the youngest one, Uriah, six months old, um, just started uh, uh, feeding from the bottle the week that mama left. So we had a transition of, of the little one getting used to a formula, which, you know, it was a different little experience for him. And, um, but in all that, I, I realize it takes a lot of strength to be a mom. I mean, it takes a lot of strength. And, um, and I realized that I have a superhero living in my house. And her name's Eliza Fine. And you know what? I want to just let you know that Hollywood has no uh, take on my wife. I mean, they, they did a movie called The Avengers, The Endgame of the superheroes. Well, they didn't need to do that. They could have just hired my wife. I mean, it took $220 million to make the superhero movie, and they could have given her a couple million. Well, you've been happy, you know? I mean, I've been happy, but they didn't need to go to all that expense. They could have just uh, hired my wife. So, obviously, um, you know, I'm realizing that, well, let's just say it this way. I have such a fresh appreciation for mothers and um, for all that they do. And and this last week really showed me just um, the appreciation and respect that I have for my wife. And I wrote her a text this morning. I said, honey, you are amazing. And I am so grateful that you are the mother of our children. And I was just... I mean, I was just going on because, you know, being a mom can be very thankless. I mean, really, there's so many things that a mom does that just go unnoticed. All the diapers that have been changed over the years. 
I mean, come on. I went out to the dumpster and I smelled things I haven't smelled in a long time. I mean, it, all the diapers, all the runny noses, all the whiny attitudes, correcting the children, um, all the sleepless nights, feeding your children, staying up late even for adult children when they're not home during their curfew. I mean, the list goes on. So from the bottom of my heart to you this day, I honor every mother in this house today with great gratitude and great love and respect. So uh, if you're a mom, would you just stand up just for a minute? Just stand up for a minute. Come on, mom, stand up. All right, let's give the moms a big hand. And Joe Jane, I know you're not standing, but you're the oldest mom in the house. So we honor you today, too. You're wonderful. Um, after the service, um, we have some uh, uh, beautiful roses for you moms. And we have some uh, uh, wonderful dark chocolate and dark chocolate with almonds and dark chocolate with Rice Krispies and all kinds of dark chocolate. So... That's for you after the service, so make sure you get uh, those special gifts from us. But we do, I, I do want to honor each of the mothers here. Um, Ephesians 6, 2 says this, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. You know, I've read this all these years, but I just finally realized that in Exodus, with the Ten Commandments, the commandment to honor your father and mother is the only commandment that comes with a promise. And that promise is that you might, things might go well for you and that you might live a long life. I mean, those are some big deals because the reality is, is that over the years, I have, I have observed and watched those that did not honor their mother and father and things did not go well for them in life. And even some lives, I'm sure, were even cut short just because of their attitude towards mother and father. But honoring mom and dad is a big deal to God. You know, when you think about it, the last act of Jesus, as he hung on the cross, he honored his mother. And he looked at her, and he said, John, your mother. And he said, Mom your son. And he took care of his mom, the very last act on the cross. So giving respect and honor to our mothers is a big deal to God. And I want to just talk about some ways that we can honor um, our mothers. One way that you can honor your mother is to show appreciation. To show that you appreciate, show that you, you care for her that you love her. Do you know that this, listen to this, statistically, the average child will use about 7,000 diapers in their lifetime before they are potty trained. Come on. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, if I do the math right, that's 28,000 diapers that my wife changed in our family alone. That's a lot of diapers. That's a lot of bottoms wiped. I mean, show some appreciation. Don't you glad you didn't walk around poopy diapers all the time? I mean, come on. 
She took care of you. But think about that. You know, when a, cho- when a child is growing up, um, you know, a four-year-old thinks that a mom can do just about anything. Super, superhuman, superhero. A 12-year-old teenager thinks that a mom eh, doesn't know everything. An 18-year-old thinks that a mom doesn't know anything. A 25-year-old thinks that a mom knows a few things. A 35-year-old thinks that a mom knows quite a bit and will begin to ask for advice. When you're 45 years old, you start wondering what it might be like without your mom. And then when you're 65 years old, you wish that you could talk with your mom one more time. You know, there are no perfect mothers. But God chose your mother to give you life. To give you life on this earth. And I, even if there are some difficult memories that you have with your mother, um, it's important to honor and to appreciate her. No, she might not have been perfect. And there might have been some hurts and there might have been some disappointments. There might have been some uh, feelings of abandonment, feelings like maybe she wasn't there all the time for you. But the reality is, is that you need to honor your mother because she gave you life. And to God, it's a big deal. And your mother might have even passed away. But you know, I still thank the Lord for my mom. And I still thank the Lord for all that she did for me. And there's a heart attitude that is important to the Lord. That in just being able to give honor where honor is due. You know, when I was younger, my mother used to always uh, cheer me on. I mean, she was my biggest fan. I mean, my mother believed in me and saw the best in me. And even when I didn't see it and when I was down on myself, my mom was there speaking life into me. And she was giving me the encouragement and giving me the, the, uh, the understanding that there was something very special in me, even though I, if I didn't recognize it, my mom saw it. And she would always draw it out in my life. You know, have you ever had those moments in life in which you, you could take it back and do it over, do a little do-over? Well, there's a do-over I would love to have done in my life. And um, my mother was a really an excellent interior decorator. Um, and my mom and dad didn't have a lot of money. So, you know, we didn't have the biggest, nicest house in town. You know, all my friends in the neighborhoods living by, you know, they had all these, you know, big mansions and, you know, just had a lot. But with what my parents had, my mother did the best with. And and in decorating the house, uh, there were two popular colors in the 70s and the 80s. And they were burnt orange and avocado green. Does anybody ever remember those two colors? Okay. Burnt orange and avocado green. So to this day, it's funny, but I start seeing them. They're starting to come back too, you know? I'm starting to see, you know, it's just kind of starting to come become popular once again. Well, my mother got this really 
brilliant idea of painting our house orange, burnt orange. And, and you know, I was so embarrassed about it because I felt like it was a big pumpkin, you know? I mean, it just was the big pumpkin house. And, and you know, my mother was just so excited that I graduated from um, high school, finally. And so she wanted to celebrate a party for me and um, just made a really nice, beautiful, uh, you know, spread of food and everything. And, and I was so reluctant to invite my friends over to the house because I was so embarrassed about the big pumpkin that I lived in. And so I didn't really invite anybody over to my party. And then my mom asked, you know, I've done all this for you. Why didn't you want to have some of your friends over so we could celebrate you graduated from high school? And I looked at her and I said, Mom, I'm just so embarrassed about this house. I just don't want my friends to know where I live. And, you know, I, you would have thought, I, I mean, I, I broke her heart. You know, and she looked at me, you know, and then tears start coming down her eyes. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I really, really just did a stupid thing. And, um, and, I, and I felt horrible about it. But to this day, when I look back, I think, oh, mama, if I could have just done that over again, if I could have just gotten over myself, not feeling ashamed about my house, realizing this is the best that you could do at the time. And, you know, if I could just rewind the tape, I would do that. So mom, remember, I like the house, you know. So it's just one of those things. But there's many things in life in which, you know, I know that we wish we could do over just to show that we appreciate and honor our mothers. You know, Psalm 139, verse 13 says this. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body, and you knit me together in my mother's womb. You know, God chose your mother's DNA to make you. He chose the very DNA in your mom to give you life. So we must appreciate the way God has knit us together fearfully and wonderfully in our mother's womb. Another way that we can show um, honor to our mother is to respect her. Leviticus 19.3 says this, each of you must show great respect to your mother and father, showing great respect to them. And one of the ways that you can show respect is to bless your mother with your speech. You know, not to come back and, and, and have, you know, the tone of a voice where you just like, you're put out with what your parents have to say, your mother has to say. But show her respect with how you talk with her. You know, over the years, there's nothing that probably would cause me to go to the moon and back or to lose my cool quicker than have any of our children speak disrespectfully of their mother. I would be like, be on honey. If a child was speaking disrespectful to one of my children, I wouldn't tolerate that in our house at all. And they knew it. And so at that moment, it was important to train our children just to honor their mother with their speech. Because in that, you're, you're blessing her. You're building up her spirit. And you're letting her know how much you value her. You know, um, this week, 
as I was just watching Liza um, do what she does so well, and that is being a mom. And, you know, I, I had such a fresh value and appreciation for her. And that I, I, I know I recognized all that she did over the years, but having these three little munchkins for a whole week where we're doing all the stuff, we're doing everything, and I realized, oh my goodness, honey, I so value you, and I so honor you. And my heart just was um, so in touch with the reality where, you know, when I was younger, and I'm working hard, and I'm trying to provide, I'm trying to do all the things for the family, and Eliza's at home with the children. You know, I really overlooked the fact of all the million things that she does, all the little details that she does. But this week, I tell you, my wife, she is top shelf. I'm telling you what, my wife is amazing. And in that, we honor our mothers when we can speak well to them and bless their hearts with words that are comforting. Number three, listen to her. Just listen to your mom. You know, sometimes we don't give our moms a time of day. Take time just to hear her heart. Ephesians 6.1 says this. Children, if you want to be wise, listen to your parents and do what they tell you. And the Lord will help you. I was amazed the other day um, how one of my grandchildren listened to Eliza. I mean, we're at the dinner table and, you know, we're beginning to to eat our meal together. And all of a sudden, I, I don't think I took one bite and one of them was gone, just took off. And went in the other room and started playing Game Boys, you know, started playing their games and going out. She's like, hold the train. Uh, young man, get back in here right now. Boy, you, you come back in, but he had, he had a little Game Boy with him, you know, and he's, so, so he sits back down with his little Game Boy and he's, He's, he's trying to eat and do his Game Boy at the same time, you know. And she's like, listen, we don't do Game Boys at the table. Right now, your Game Boy goes in the other room, and you're going to sit here politely, and you're going to eat all of your food. Well, you would have thought E.F. Hutton just spoke to her, but to this little one. But the, the, the honor that, that, that was, was brought forth um, and, and almost like she commanded respect that, now listen, if you put your Game Boy away and you eat all of your food, you know that uh, Mimi has a special treat for you. And she wants to bless you. And she wants to really, you know, do good things for you. So you would have realized, okay, you know, there was a little bit of back and forth, but finally the releasing of the Game Boy, um, eating all the food, and next thing you know, the little one's being blessed with a special treat. But the thing that so uh, blessed me was how, how the children listened to her. And she really commanded respect from the children. And they listened to her and what they said. But watching that just was quite amazing. Proverbs 23, 22 says this. Listen to your father who gave you life. And do not despise your mother when she is old. You know, a practical thing that we can do is just simply pick up the cell phone and call your mom. 
Just pick up the phone. Just give your mom a call. And just listen to her. Stay in touch with her. Show interest in her life. And listen to her. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes a mom just needs to talk. And we just need to listen. Allow them just to process things and get things out. But in that, just show them that you care. I mean, just pick up your phone. I mean, how e- I mean, listen, there is no, no place that we don't go. <clears throat> I was in the airport the other day getting ready to pick up my children at the airport. And I'm sitting down in this little circle of chairs, and there's probably, oh, I'd say at least 10 parents sitting there, 10 older adults. Every one of them is like this, looking at their phones. All of them. I mean, I, t- I wish I could have taken a picture. I mean, how easy it is for us just to pick up our phones. Well, pick up your phone and call your mom. Just give her a call and talk with her. Stay in touch with her. It's a way that shows honor to her. Fourthly, honor your mother for the sacrifice that she has made in your life. They say that when a child reaches the age of 18 years old, that a parent has spent on an average of $249,000 on that child. $249,000. Come on. I mean, show some respect. I mean, that's a sacrifice. Come on, that's a lot of money there. I mean, we are very expensive. But there are countless countless times where mothers go uh, without so their children can have meals at school. They can have clothes. They can have toys. They can have special things. A mother goes out in so many ways, just to bless her children. The long hours of staying up late to make sure clothes are cleaned and folded, lunches are made, errands running children from sporting events, clubs at school, over to see friends, and the list goes on. There are tremendous sacrifices that moms make for their children, and so in that, We need to honor them for all that they do. You know, older parents in other cultures around the world show much respect to the older generation. If you go to Asia, the respect that they have for the older generation is amazing. In America... In the Western culture, we respect the younger generation at the expense of the older. We really do. We don't give much time to the older. But in other countries around the world, especially in Asia, it's amazing how much they respect moms and dads in that culture. Fifthly, another way that you can honor your mother is provide for her in her old age. Can I hear an amen from some of you, moms? 1 Timothy 5.2 says this, Treat older women as you would your mother, and treat younger women with all purity as you would have your own sisters. Take care of any widow who has no one else to care for her. But if she has children or grandchildren, Their first responsibility is to show godliness at home and 
repay their parents by taking care of them. This is something that pleases God. You know, they took care of you. We should take care of them. Our hard attitude should be to take care of our mothers and honor her because she created you. And in that, when our mothers are older, we need to have the mindset that we've got to be taking care of them and watching out for them because this pleases God. This pleases our Father. You know, I love it how my mother, um, when my grandmother uh, was older and was needing help, me and my mother brought her in. And she took care of her for many years in our, in our basement. And, uh, and it was a delight seeing how she was caring for my grandmother in so many ways and just loving her and being with her. And one of the things is, is when my mother passed away quite a few years ago, uh, my grandmother was still alive. And, uh, and, and when my grandmother, you know, was all of a sudden, my dad was there having to take care of my grandmother, it was my heart's desire to take my grandmother in because I wanted her to be cared for and to be loved. And we tried to work it out. We tried to find a home that would accommodate for her. But um, it ended up being that her, her son out west ended up taking her um, into his home, which was wonderful. But it should be our heart that we are to care for our mothers in their, in their latter years. And it's a way that truly, truly blesses the Lord. You know, I, I, I have some very fond memories of my grandmother with Joe Jane. They would she, would, she would come to see me, but the first thing she'd want to do is go see Joe Jane. And, uh, and they, would, they would sit together, and it would, they were the cutest. They were so cute together. I mean, they just sit there and just kind of rested, leaned up against each other. You know, you could just realize that, you know, <clears throat> we had almost, almost, um, a hundred and at the time it was close to 185 years of experience sitting on our couch, and it's just amazing uh, just to watch the love uh, that they had for one another. But I, I was, I was just so touched by the way in which you loved my grandmother and showed her respect. She, she cared for you very much. Um, six. Another way in which we can um, honor our, our mothers is love her unconditionally when she is young and old. <clears throat> you know, one of the greatest times in the year for my mother was Christmas. And she worked a couple of side jobs and um, she saved up all of her money for the sole purpose of giving my children gifts. And it was a real struggle for my dad because she spent all her money on my kids. But it was such a delight for her. So when it came Christmas time, under the tree, there would be piles of presents for our children. And at first, you know, we really struggled with it because we're like, you know what? We don't want our children to become, you know, materialistic and, you know, we don't want them to get selfish and and, you know, so finally we, we approached my mother and, and we said, you know what, 
why don't you just kind of scale back a little bit on the gifts and maybe give them one or two gifts? And, and the look on her face was like, well, we just took away something very valuable to her. And I realized, I, I, I told her, I said, honey, I said, my mother's love language is giving gifts. I said, it brings her great joy to bless the children. It's her way of expressing love. I said, you know what? So we just need to get over ourselves. We just need to realize, you know what? That's what my mother wants to do. It's the way that she's able to express herself in a way that shows the children that grandma loves them. So we just uh, kind of got over ourselves and said, mom, have your way. And boy, I think the next year it was double. I mean, it was, I mean, but the reality was, is that it was a way for us to express unconditional love to our mother by letting her do what she loves to do. And in that, it shows honor. And lastly, hug your mother affectionately. You know, touch is a big deal. When you get older, um, it's important that, that you know that you love them by affectionately touching them and giving them the honor and the respect for all that they have done. One of the things that, um, you know, my mom was not a real big toucher, but I am. And, uh, and I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. And so the reality was is that, you know, when I began to see my mom in the latter years of her life, it was important that I let her know that I loved her by touching her. And it, it, I could tell it just, she came alive on the inside, that her heart began to feel the affection and felt just the respect that I had for her. But give your mom a big hug. Just give her a hug and show her that you love her. But you know, there's nothing more powerful than a praying mother. And you know what? Many of you would not be where you are today if it wasn't because of your mother that prayed for you. Some of you would not even be saved today if it wasn't for your praying mother who prayed you into the kingdom. There are many, many hours that a mother will spend on her knees praying for her children. Throughout the night, praying for them as they're trying to figure out themselves, figure out life, trying to work through very challenging things. But the power of a prayer, I, I think a, a mother has a hotline to God's heart. And in that, a praying mother has the ability to shape a generation of people. And some of you that might not have even given your heart to the Lord yet. One of the greatest ways you could honor your mother is to surrender your heart to Jesus. And I'm sure she would be in the gallery of heaven if she has passed away, looking down and cheering on and realizing that all her prayers were not in vain but our child has come into the kingdom. But a praying mother is an incredible gift to each of us. Because I know that there were many nights 
that my mom was there praying for me when I realized, you know what? I had no clue where I was going in life. There were seasons in my life that were very dark, but it was my mom that faithfully stood by my side and prayed for me. So we honor our mothers today. And we give great tribute to them. You know, this is a, at times can be a very difficult Sunday. It can be a wonderful time, but it can be a challenging time. For some of you that might even want, are, are not mothers and want to be a mother, some of you that are single, some of you that have conflicting feelings even about your mother. But the reality is this. God chose your mother to give you life and to give birth to you. The very fingerprint of your mother is on your life. And in that, we need to give honor where honor is due. And we need to show much love and respect for our dear mothers. Amen? So if your mother's near you, you can reach over and give her a little hug if you want, you know. So let's stand. Father, we do thank you so much for the gift of our mothers. Lord, we thank you for all that they have imparted into us, have trained us up in the ways that we should go. And we thank you, Lord, for the input we thank you for the wisdom. We thank you for the love. And we thank you for shaping us into the individuals that we are because of our mothers. And so, Father, we want to fulfill the scripture that says in Ephesians 6, honor your father and your mothers. That things might go well for us. And that we might live long on this earth. So Lord, today with all of our hearts, we want to show the honor and respect due to our mothers. And we say thank you. We thank you, Lord, for them. And I pray, Lord, that the blessings that would come upon us because of that honor would just be poured out upon your people. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for all that you've done for us. We thank you that our lives have been marked by our mothers. And so, Father, we praise you and we thank you for all of them in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you for listening to King of Glory Sermon of the Week. Connect with us on Instagram at KOG underscore Asheville and on Facebook at facebook.com slash KOG Asheville.